podcast with me phil and me paul and on this week's show we're going to be discussing episode two of series nine of doctor who the witch is familiar but first let's have some news now there's been quite a big rumor this week isn't there um with regards to big finish yes yeah um which i must admit i didn't see coming but let's just go through the rumor first because that's all it really is just a rumor is that um David Tennant and uh, Catherine Tate were alleged to have, um, or going to be reprising their roles as the Tenth Doctor and Donna um, in a new series of Big Finish audios. Now, this hasn't been confirmed by Big Finish. I don't think it's been denied either, has it? Right. As far as I know. Um, it's asked and have been quiet, haven't they? Yeah, very quiet. Now, it was released by a, a well-known person who talks a lot about Doctor. I'm not going to name them um, because this person's coming for quite a bit of stick, really, for breaking the news before Big Finish had a chance to. So unless this is why Big Finish are quiet on it, I, I don't know. Yeah. But, but according to this um, this source that they'd, um, you know, the scripts were, were basically written and they were due to recall them sort of fairly soon. But apparently that's not the case. Do you think, that, do you think there'd be any truth in this at all? I know they've got the... They've got River Song and Strax and other aliens and, and, and stuff, haven't they, now, from, from the new series? Yeah. Um, I, I, mean, you know. I remember, actually, we went, when we went to the... When the BFI was doing the 50th showings and mm. whatever, we went to the one with 10th Doctor one, didn't we, David Tennant? And That's right, yeah. And Tate were the, on the panel afterwards, weren't they? Yeah. And he was asked, wasn't he, would you be interested in doing big Finnish stuff? Mm. To which he said definitely would. Yeah. And so then someone had to explain to Catherine Tate what it was. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right, I remember now. Although, although from the rest of the interview, most people seem to have to explain to Catherine Tate what it is. So. Well, exactly, yeah. She seem, doesn't seem to be aware of where she is or what she's doing, really, does she? No, no. not all the time, no. I think unless it's her own stuff, I think she just doesn't seem to have much of a grip of what's going on. <laughs> There's no, no retention at all, is there? Absolutely not. No. Um, yeah, I mean, I must admit that the, the person who, who sort of broke this news on his site, he has come in for a lot of stick, um, and which I think is fairly justified, really. To be honest, it's not it's not a credible story, but you know, at the moment, it's certainly not. Um, and really, well, and considering how this person is connected to, he's got a lot of inroads into Doctor Who. To be honest, this guy, and you know, he should have kept quiet. That's, that's what I feel anyway. I don't know. I mean, had we come across the information, would we have been able to have kept quiet? Um, I think for fear of being threatened with legal action, yes. <laughs> Probably. Well, yes. There, there, there's, a, there's a question there of, of morally would we have kept quiet or, or financially would we have kept quiet. Well, do, do then, you... well, having said that, I mean, it just depends on how solid his information is. If, he's in, if he feels the information is, is pretty solid, mm. then... Actually, legally, you've probably got nothing to fear. Maybe not. So, Maybe not. But I think morally, you shouldn't have said anything. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, th- I, th- I think it's a case of if if you find out something like that, the indications are that you wanted to, you you'd be 
inclined to say, especially if you are um, doing stuff that is, to a certain extent, your job, really. Mm, to a certain extent, to a certain extent, yeah. It, it, he's more in the sort of reporting of, of stuff than we are. And he's, he's, more, he's more on the, on, on the, on the journalistic side. Yes. We're, we're just doing it for fun. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you yeah. call this so, fun. Um, so, so, so for this, this is a hobby. For that, for him, it's a living. So if you're going to get that sort of story, you run it, I'm afraid. Mm, I don't know. I don't know. There, there is there is sort of like something morally wrong. I don't know. I really, I really don't know with that one. Um, as far as I know. I mean, the, pers- it, the person... His sight is his own sight. So... Yeah. I don't know. I don't know whether 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 the whole journalistic side does come into it or, or it's just doing it from an overexcited fan point of view. Don't know. I don't know. So well, I don't know how we're getting into conversations now about how he makes money, and it may be that you know the more uh, traffic he can get to his site, the better. And if you're doing it as a living, then that's what you're trying to do, isn't it? So yeah, exactly. exactly. You've then got a scoop on something that nobody else has. You're going to run it. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. So it, I mean, I, I would like to see it come off if if there is any truth to it. To be honest, I would like to yeah. see. I, I would. I would have thought, know. as it stands at the moment, that is probably the most likely pairing. So I could see it if it is going to happen that it would be they would be the first first ones to do it. The, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, it makes perfect sense for it to be them. Too. Yeah, I mean, Chris Eccleston just won't do it. Um, no. And Matt Smusoff doing stuff in the in the, in the, too in the Hollywood. Yeah, yeah, he's too new. Yeah, exactly. So I think enough time has passed for David Tennant, um, you know, to make a return. So no, no, you know, fingers crossed. That one, fingers crossed. Yeah. Now, um, another piece of news that sort of dropped this week as well was um, basically, you know, whatever happened to uh, episode three of Web of Fear? Because um, as we know, um, that got released for the um, for the fiftieth, wasn't it? 50th anniversary, yeah. just in time for that. But episode three was made up of um, of basically tele snaps. It was a, re- a reconstruction of, of of the story, and it wasn't animated. I think, which a lot of people assumed it would be. Um, and now Philip Morris, as you know, is, is the person responsible for recovering quite a few missing episodes of Doctor Who. Um, apparently, um, he told the fans at a, a convention, uh, which I think was last week or at the weekend or something. I don't know exactly yeah. when. Um, it was the Pandorica 2015 uh, convention in Bristol. It was it was yeah. last weekend. There we go. Um, he said that he had recovered episode three of the Web Affair, but it was it was stolen before he could he could return it to to the UK. Um, now a lot of people are crying wolf over this, um, saying why didn't he say so to begin with, and it all back to the the Omni rumor and all that kind of stuff. I really don't know what to make out of this, to be honest. Um, yeah, I mean, I can, I can well sort of imagine it happens. Mm. Why someone... Would only take that one episode. One. Yeah, and that seems to be a bit, you know, as if, as, if, as if the person selling it thought they might not notice if it wasn't there. Yeah. Mm. You would have thought once you'd sort of more or less secured, I know he was negotiating, he says he, it took him over six months to negotiate their return. Um, but you would have thought you made damn sure they were... Held somewhere, or you, someone, someone you would trust. Yeah, I would have thought. Well, I suppose you just don't know how these things go, do you? And how they are done. I mean, what struck me on this was actually more the fact that it's almost my first thought on this was: is this him saying, "Oh, this is what happens when people try to break the news before we've secured a deal"? Mm. 
as in well it was it was once the once the people knew he was negotiating for it yeah someone came in and obviously stole the episode or whatever and it almost sort of seemed to me like he was saying there you know oh this is what happens when all these rumors go about they don't do us any favors no true true and you sort of wonder whether he was you know it's, it, it, he was doing it as a dig at the people that are demanding mm. information as to what he's found or negotiating for or whatever well it, it seems to be that the, the the one thing that people um have, have against him that he's he's always teasing people about you know there's there's yeah. more to, there's more to come and now people always quite clearly he hasn't got anything else to give he's just sort of you know perpetuating the myth and 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 rumor um i honestly don't know i honestly don't know it, it does seem a bit weird just to lose that one episode though um yeah and he says that's been sold to a you know a private collector uh, well, he assumes i don't, I don't think it was worth the money i paid anyway so <laughs> yeah the quality was so poor wasn't it yeah 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 even I, even, t- even tony commented on that didn't he he, he did like, yeah but i said i don't want to watch it it's so bad i'm used to the finer things in life <laughs> I used to Blu-ray high definition now, sir. <laughs> yeah, it, it just seems a very. Um, I mean, it's, it's amazing they actually turned up to a, a to a convention, anyway. Um, yeah, because knowing that sort of a lot of Doctor Who fans, while they're very grateful for what he's what he's managed to return, um, to you know to to the to our collections, but um, there's an awful lot of fans that are snarling and, and you know want his head on a plate, basically. Yeah, well, you know? it's... It, there was also stuff when it was announced that he was going to be attending this convention. Once that restarted the rumours, oh, there's going to be something else released, and that's why he's going to be around this that weekend and whatever. No. Yeah, no, no, nothing, nothing. No. So I think a lot of it is just self-perpetuating from a lot of uh, a certain quarter of yeah. um, sort of fans out there who just just really want to wish it to be true, and we all wish it to be true, but you know we can't go around hounding people. <laughs> You know, just because you you know you you want something back that was you know that might not exist anymore. No, you know. So anyway, anyway, now let's move on to our our favourite bit of the podcast, shall we? Yes, stats. Yay! You probably know by now, everybody, that the which is familiar overnight viewing figures were three point seven million, which was a apparently a sixteen point six percent share of the uh, TV audience. Um, not great. Not great, but it was up against the Rugby World Cup on ITV, and it was England versus Wales, wasn't it? Yes, it was, yeah. Yeah. So um, I think also, I don't know where, um, what's we call it, X Factor. Was X Factor on that night? I don't know. Was it it all rugby? I don't think X Factor was on, actually. It was on rugby, wasn't it? It was on another night. Yeah. Yeah, I think it was all rugby. So um, apparently the the rugby coverage got 10.8 million viewers. So it just goes to show that that was a forty-seven percent share of the audience. So that is that that's where your viewers have gone, basically. Yeah. So you know, and even even managed to push Strictly Come Dance into second place as well. So yeah, and and to be honest, yeah, the PBC didn't even put Strictly up against the rugby, did they? No, so. no, exactly. So that just sort of you know says it all. Really, I think a lot of people were just in the pub. Yeah. Really, across England, Wales to watch that game. England got beaten, of course. Not that I care. I don't watch rugby anyway, so I, I, I really don't care one way or the other about that. Are you a fan of rugby, Paul, or can you take no. it or leave it? Nah. No, not no. Interested. It's one of the few sports I'm not interested in. 
Nah, me neither. Me neither. Now, the audience... So, appreci- good result for Wales, bad result for BBC Wales. Yes. <laughs> they shot themselves on the foot somewhat, didn't they? Um, now, the Witches Familiar, um, audience appreciation index, uh, got a score of 83. So down on, what, the 84 of last, last week? Last week, yes, indeed. Now, unfortunately, we didn't get the... Um, that um, little bit of insight. No one found it fresh and new this week. There was, there's no, unfortunately, there's no comments on that. They, they found the rugby better. Yes, <laughs> obviously they did. <laughs> now um, we're actually recording on uh, the Monday night, um, and the consolidated viewing figures should be available, I think, next week. So, so, but we do have the um, consolidated viewing figures for the Musicians Apprentice as it as it's a Monday, and. Um, that got um, 6.54 million viewers, which puts it back up again, doesn't it, really? As, I said, we don't, yeah. as we said last week, not worried about it. Not worried. And that doesn't include the iPlayer figures, Yeah. by the way, which got 1.3 million. So you're looking at um, so over 7 million um, viewers for, for The Magician's Apprentice, which I'm assuming we'll probably get um, for The Witches Familiar as well. It was in the Doctor Corner, really, wasn't it? So it was... So the figures went Dr. Foster, Doc Martin, Doctor Who. <laughs> he did as well, didn't he? <laughs> oh, the little triumvirate there of programmes, yes. I mean, I have to you have to feel sorry for casualty. That came 24th. They had loads of doctors. I know. Get higher. Do you know what the weird thing about the little triumvirate is they've all got a connection to Doctor Who. Martin Clunes is in, is in Doc Martin. Saran Jones, is, who was in, um, obviously, the Doctor's wife, is in Doctor Foster. Yeah. So there we go. Doctor Who rule, rules, man. I couldn't even say that properly. I'm so British. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Right, that's enough about stats. I think now it's time to talk about tat, isn't it? It is. It is, yes, because now we're going to go straight over to Omega's Tat Corner. You pester me with trinkets! Right, now we've got one um, item of tat. Now this broke, um, I think, after the day after we, we released our last episode. No, it was the day we released our episode. It, would be, it was already recorded in the can, wasn't it? So we, we missed it yes. last week. Yes. Um, now Character Options said they were making a big announcement last week. So um, I actually went onto their mailing list. Um, I, went, I went onto their, their head of... Um, PR, whatever, and said, yes, I'd like to be included to let me know what this this massive announcement is. And basically, it is a Missy action figure, limited edition, uh, 5.5-inch scale. Um, There are two different figures to collect, one in a a purple outfit where we're wearing a hat, and other one's in a black outfit without hat. Um, It looks nothing like Michelle Gomez, and when I put this on our Facebook group last week, I said it looked more like Joan Crawford. Yes. And it does look like Joan Crawford, actually. Um, I like to say, it says, the Missy figures have 18 points of articulation. Mm. Mm. I think you you had 18 points of articulation, and most of them ended in off, didn't they? They did, actually. Actually, a lot of the 18 points of articulation was all in my wrist. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, and it says that each... you got that excited. (laughs) No, I was just sitting there making that sign as I was... (laughs) Because I know that it's nineteen pounds ninety nine. They're asking for this as well. There's four thousand of these have been um, of each of the of each figure yeah. has been made. So um, if that's what you want, you can pay nineteen pounds ninety nine, excluding postage and packing. So and it does say that um, each figure figurehead can be swapped. 
so that both heads can be incorporated with either outfit. Well, if that's not worth 20 quid, Paul, I don't know what isn't. It's, yeah, it's, it's anybody's money. Decent amount of anybody's money, that is. I oh, it is, isn't it? It is, isn't it? Blimey. Um, I do think that these character options figures are getting worse when it comes to capturing the actor's likeness. Yeah. Because the Capaldi one looks nothing like Capaldi, like or Capaldi, and, and, and I should say. And, they, and they've not tried to, to improve it, have they? No. Well, so rumour has it, when Michelle Gomez saw this, she, she asked who it was supposed to be. Yeah. So I don't know if that was whether that was her skewed sense of humour or she was being deadly serious there. I don't know. I clicked on the little video of the character options announcement. Oh, okay. I couldn't be bothered to do it. You're going beyond the call of duty here, Paul. Well, I did it, but I did it without sound. And it did look like somebody was in sort of a hostage video. <laughs> Not that I should be laughing about that, but it did sort of have that. He did have that look of somebody who was like, you know, Oh, please, please don't, don't make me do this. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. No, I didn't bother watching that. I don't, and this, this was it was bad enough. I actually signed up to the mailing list. to get, And, that, and actually sort of like I said, you know, share this amongst your friends. I thought, <laughs> I won't have any friends if I share this. <laughs> oh, God. Okay, well that, that well that's it. That's it for the chat. That we only got that one bit to bring you, but it, it well, I thought it, it was a bit of a doozy that one. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay, everybody. Well, that's it for the news this week. So uh, coming up next is our review of the Wishes Familiar. So for another week, then that was the news. <laughs> Okay, everybody, it's time for us to tackle episode two of series nine of Doctor Who, and this time we're discussing The Witch's Familiar. Imagine to hold in your hand the heartbeat of every darling. Genocide in a moment. So many backs with a single knife. Are you ready? Okay, mate, it's what's your privilege to kick this one off, isn't it? Ah, that's good. Um, <laughs> I don't know what I make of this or the two parts. Okay, okay. Um, it's I like the two handed bits, you know, I the Doctor and Davros. Yeah. And to a certain extent I quite like Missy and Clara. Okay. Um I'm the story just is incidental. It feels. I don't know. To me, I just can't. I just can't really get into this story. I can't get into the idea of the Daleks in the sewers mm. and the whole ending to it. It's just left me a bit. Hmm. Yeah. Um. I. I do you know what? There, there are bits of this I, I. I quite like, and again, it's like the the, the two hander bits. Yeah. Okay. Um. But do you know? Do you know what? Remember when you said about um, Death in Heaven, the bit with the brigadier? And you said you felt dirty after watching it. Yeah, I, that's how I felt after watching this episode. Right. To be honest, um, there there were lots to like, but and what what did it amount to? Really? Yeah, that, that, that's my feelings on it. Yeah, it, it's, I've watched it, and yeah, I think it's actually very well acted, and some of the dialogue between the characters is well written. But at the end of the day, I'm not quite sure that it really amounts to anything. It just feels like a middle, middle, middle run episodes. The two parter that comes episodes five and six. This feels like to me. 
Yeah, I mean, you said as much last week, didn't you? Yeah, and nothing. I was yeah. expecting this really to be a really big payoff episode because I thought the first episode just seemed to be about pacing and just getting itself, you felt, to 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 this episode. Yeah. And perhaps that's why I've built this episode up and I was expecting something a lot more from this episode and it just never happened. Mm. It just never caught fire, did it, this episode? No, it didn't. I, I think, As far as I'm concerned, it didn't anyway. Well, no, I, I, I do agree because there's... <clears throat> I think the only time it did sort of come alive was between you had the two-hander between the Doctor and Davros. Yeah. Really. Um but the, the, the Missy and Clara, that while it was enjoyable to to a point, what purpose did it serve? Yeah, it wasn't uh, other other than to introduce the sewers. Yes, and then I'm still not I still. Uh... And again, I'm not entirely sure about the whole sewers thing. Um, yeah, and from what I can remember, because um, I've only seen it a couple of times, he, Moffat has revisited the cursed fatal death on a couple of occasions in this because there were. Didn't the master fall down some sewers in that? Um, and wasn't there also something about um, chairs on Scarrow in that as well? So he was, was basically dipping into the well of, of a spoof that he'd written years ago. Yeah. Um, which is fine, he can do that. That's, that's up to him. Oh, just, yeah, just giving little nods to it as if to say, yeah. you know. Um, but again, you know. Yeah. Um, but again, you've got this whole thing of, you know, the... the um, the regeneration energy, which apparently now the Doctor can just seem to just sort of flick off, you know, like he was, I, I don't know. Yeah. Given it, 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 an autograph or something, you know, it, it was... Yeah, um, <clears throat> yeah I, I don't really, I don't really sort of like that, to be honest. And I, I know it's a really silly little thing, but I just don't like this thing you could just give away regeneration energy, as uh, you know, at a whim. But it, it just felt a bit, well, we, we've done this, really. You know, we, we've... And OK, we was using it to help an enemy... As, as, as such, and I know there was sort of like a um, a, a twist on that because it was all like a, a, a you know Davros was was lying basically. He was being very manipulative yeah. and Machiavellian, whatever you want to call it. Um, yeah, so I mean, but I just I just didn't like that bit. And then you sort of like basically had the Daleks. So what way can we kill the Daleks off this time? I know we'll have them death by diarrhea. Yeah, you know, we'll, you know, <laughs> it was. They just basically gave them the shits, to be honest. You know, he gave the Dalek the Daleks the shits, um, and I, and again, I thought, ah, oh, I, I, I just didn't like it. I just didn't like that bit at all. I really didn't. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm not even too sure about the fact of Davros finally opening his eyes. No, I, I did. Seems make... to be a bit. Yeah. Why? I... Why wouldn't you? Why? Why would you have waited till you're dying before you finally do that again? I oh, know. I mean, if you can actually see. Well, I mean, should we just the whole point was the fact that he was so badly injured and whatever mm. that he'd had to everything was basically artificial mm. to him. Yeah, not that he just kept his eyes closed because that eye on his head was better. No, because that's all he had. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, okay, it, it was an unexpected moment. I, I don't know. I don't know. We were supposed. I mean, it was. It was. I mean, let's get to the good bits. Let's talk about the good bits, I think, really, because um, Julian Bleach was magnificent. Yes, I thought, to be honest. Now, I know um, someone I, I sort of tweeted with uh, a friend, Martin um, Robertson, who a long, long-term listener of ours. He, he sort of said that you know, all of a sudden, Daros has become the world's greatest actor, <laughs> which 
which I kind of agree with, really, because he's sort of like, he really did suck everybody in. But I think, well, really, it's, it's <laughs> Julian Bleach was a fantastic actor there with, with, yeah. with that. And I know, you know, um, Maybe Dan and, Ross has and been so, planning this for ages because he was always trying to get the doctor to touch the touch the the wiring, wasn't he? Touch all the the pipes yeah. and whatever, get closer. But I mean, it was just—I mean, you did. That's honestly, what happens with these TV stars from the seventies. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Um, and there wasn't even the line, wasn't there? When when the the doctor turns around and goes, "If you're going to put your hand on my knee." Yeah. <laughs> oh blimey! Now I, I just thought it, it, it was very sort of very deep. He was at his most devious in this Davros. He really was. Um yeah. Which I kind of like, rather than just sitting there ranting and raving, he, he was very calculating with this. And I didn't mind that side to it. I know it was a bit hokey. The whole thing about you know regeneration energy and, and everything. And they were talking about a a, a time lord Dalek hybrid. Which gave me the the shivers because it just reminded me of Daleks in Manhattan, basically. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, now again, would, would, is this just to is this going to enrage the fans with like Moffat trying again explaining why the Doctor left Gallifrey those years ago? Did did he have a hand in this mythical creature? Is that what the, the series is leading to? Yeah, you'd, yeah. Well, maybe, but yeah. Um... yeah, who knows? But anyway, we're getting back to Julian Bleach. Um, he did make you think. Uh, Davros really re- was he really repenting here? Yeah, you know, um, or at least what is this? Is this Davros's farewell story? It did make you think that. It you know, did. it did make you think that. I mean, I've got, I've got to sort of hold my hands up and say it. Well, that bit was well written. Yeah, and fantastically acted between uh, Julian Bleach and uh, Peter Capaldi as well. And even the even the bits then when obviously there's the regeneration energies flowing into him. How he sort of slowly comes back to life was brilliant. Yeah, you know, just the slow, the just gentle slow movements, and suddenly he was sitting upright. Yeah, yeah, he did. I mean, it was it's brilliant. I mean, the, the way he does it is fantastic. I still like to know how the Doctor got into Davros's chair when you see what is actually left of Davros. Yeah, that didn't make a lot of sense. It was a fun moment, especially a bit with a cup of tea. And there's definitely no need for the sewers for him, by the looks of it. No, exactly. <laughs> but, no, yeah, I mean, and, and sort of a, an obvious thing, really, uh, to say that is the fact that if he was looking to escape, mm. how best way to get out, what, what's the probably the safest form of transport? Probably is Davros's chair, or for the reasons given that if you're... He knows the Daleks have already tried to kill him at least once. Yeah. So that chair would probably would have some sort of defensive system against the Daleks. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, they would try to kill him, wouldn't they? But so I mean, I mean, I don't know. It's, I suppose really the best way to, well, the only way to look at this really, this is the the payoff to Genesis of the Daleks. It's almost like the Doctor fulfilling the Time Lords' mission. Yeah. Is to make them evolve into less aggressive creatures. So yeah. It was our revert their creation. Or so, or so they evolve into less aggressive creatures, which he's tried to do with the whole mercy thing yeah. here as well. Um, now, the, there's only a couple of things that bother me. Or one, one thing bothered me at the time. I thought, well, the Daleks already asked for mercy because that happened back in the Big Bang. Yeah. When, But I suppose, well, the Doctor wasn't there at that, so he didn't know. So I just, I've just been thinking about it. Oh, cause I, only watched, cause I only watched it again tonight, actually, before we started recording. I, I haven't had time since Saturday to, to watch it again. So, um, 
Yeah, so so I thought, okay, that that makes sense. But also because the Doctor goes back to Davros as a child, then of course the Mercy would be in that Dalek. Yeah, that River. It actually makes that all fairly. It actually is consistent when you think back. Yeah, through I think it does. Yeah. Yeah, so I yeah, think. it does yeah. work actually for that. Yeah, and my my thoughts on that was was the same thing that this isn't the first time we've seen a Dalek do it, but it would have been the first time the Doctor had seen. Yeah. Now the only thing I don't understand, is... and you think the whole thing with Davros would have been in this Doctor's timeline? Yes. So the other Doctors wouldn't have even known about that. No, exactly. So that that works. Really, yeah. it that does. It does kind of work. It does kind of work. Um, but the only thing I don't understand, though, is um, it came out of the mouth of Clara. Now, no, this I don't understand how the Dalek casing was kept, kept translating anything she said, like when the Missy was saying to her, you know, when she put her in the Dalek and said, "Say I love you," it came out as exterminate, and this yeah. came out as mercy at the end. Um, I don't quite understand how that goes into the Dalek case. I thought that was going into the actual Dalek mutant itself, that bit. I couldn't quite understand that bit. Yeah. Whether there's a... I don't know. Whether, whether the idea on this is the Dalek casing is a translator as such? I don't know. It doesn't make any... Because that, that's sort of what that says, doesn't it? Kind of, but I know... I, I think Which just, then doesn't sort of follow on from... The journey's end there where you've had Daleks out of the casing and even Dalek. Yes. Well, that, I mean, that, I mean, that, that had the, like, the human factor thing into it. That's what it was sort of going insane by because he wanted to destroy itself in Dalek, didn't it? Because it had Rose's um, yeah. DNA coming into it. So, yeah, I, I don't know. That, I'm, I'm just struggling with that bit, to be honest. And, and why it would translate... Everything. I don't know why it's like it, it's only had that vocab it, vocabulary. So how would it know what to say? That that's the opposite. I know. That's that's what I mean. Without knowing the voc, without having the vocabulary, it wouldn't understand that. That so when it says I'm a friend, it would say when the class says I'm your friend, it would say I'm your foe. Yeah. Because surely it would have to know friend, and if it knew friend, then why would it just say it? It would just keep saying, I'm your enemy. It just keeps saying, yeah, yeah I, I don't know, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe we're just overthinking it a bit too much. I mean, it, obviously it was just leading up to the good bit with um, Missy trying to get the Doctor to exterminate Clara, which I yeah. thought which I thought was quite good, Yeah. to be honest, because that was a very um, mastery thing to do. Yeah. And again, I think I think Missy has been toned down in this. From what we had, well, last season, yeah, she was quite scheming all the way through this as well. Because obviously, she this yeah. whole thing getting, she was very um, well. I'll come back to the, the Missy Clara dynamic in a minute, um, but she was annoying at the same time. That the bit in the sewer when she's talking to the Dalek in that Texan accent, why? Yeah, really, I don't know if that was that meant to mean something. I don't know. I've got absolutely no idea. Absolutely not. And that that annoyed that that popped up. Oh, for God's sake, just shut up. That's all I could think of at that particular moment. <laughs> that actually must have washed over me because I can't really even think in that. So yeah, it's, it's when the Dalek was was, was at well, the first Dalek you see captured by the the moving diarrhea. Yeah, um, yeah. It, she she taunts it in a, in a Texan accent, and I I begin. Why why are you doing this? Shut shut up. That's all I could think of. You know that that bit really annoyed me. Um, but back to the the, the Missy. Clara 
sort of duo. Don't you think that Clara was incredibly thick all the way through this? Yes, very. She wasn't you... gullible. She wasn't the resourceful Clara that we know and love, was she? Yeah, at every level, she was basically pushed into doing it. There was no even any sense of argument or or whatever. No, nothing. And to a certain extent, you could understand it. It was almost as if she was at gunpoint all the way through. Well, it, without there being, I can, yeah, I can kind of, gun. yeah, I can kind of see that. I can kind of see that. Um, but she, oh, I don't know. It, it it didn't seem like Clara, if you know what I mean. No, just really didn't. It sort of the way she got sort of pushed down the down into the sewer. Um, I must admit. When you're looking down the sewers and you're talking about, you know, there's you know, there's something down there. Um yeah. I thought, are we gonna see the return of the giant clams? As a nice yeah. little nod back to Genesis of the Dalek. So I was quite disappointed we didn't see the giant clams, clams. to be honest. But yes. Um but yeah, so she was pushed down, she had the stick, and you, you knew she was wasn't gonna stab Missy in the back with it. Um yeah. then she got handcuffed to the, you know, look in this here, look at that, and yeah. I it just didn't that's not Clara. No. That is not Clara at all. Yeah, I mean, the, the fact the fact that to handcuff her, she had to have put one on her hand and then one on the thing. Mm. And at no point did she even struggle. No, she stood there whilst it happened. Yeah. It was... I know sort of trying to go, I don't know, if, what, a comedy aspect to it, I suppose. But it didn't work. I didn't find it funny. It didn't work for me. No. I'm afraid. It, it, you know, it no, really yeah, didn't. yeah. Clara's wasn't Clara in this. It would have been better if she'd hypnotised her. Yes, and the other sort of gone back to a. Yeah, I don't know why they haven't sort of gone down that route with the, with the master since they bought that that character back or Missy now, I should say. But which which could have then worked and could have explained for Clara being so docile. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It, it didn't make any sort of any sense that bit at all. Really no. didn't. But, but and you just almost got the thing with Clara obviously getting in the Dalek was to go back to Asylum of the Daleks. Yes. Well, there was, there was a lot of sort of callbacks to other or previous stories, like you know, some of the Daleks, and obviously a lot of callbacks to Genesis of the Daleks. Yeah. As well, one hell of a lot. Um, um, one thing I was sort of quite so. Oh wow, was the little fourth and first Doctor cameos. Yeah. At the beginning, which I quite liked. Actually, that was sort of a nice little. Sort of the, the way it was used to sort of tell Missy's story. Yeah. She said that he, he sort of like, you saw the fourth doctor, then it turned to the first doctor, and he just said, well, doesn't really matter. They're all the doctor to me, whatever face you've got. Let's just go with the eyebrows. Yeah. 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 So I don't need to even set this into context of who it was or. Yeah, exactly. Who it was. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I, I did quite, sort of quite like that as, a, as an opening, really. Um, and also explained how she got away in Death in Heaven. And now they got away with it last week as well, which we knew yeah. it was going to be some sort of teleport thing, wasn't it? Yeah. Had to be. It had to be. Which sort of goes against Moffat, was, was what he said about, with the, the master was, that he felt that you could just leave him die in a dangerous situation or dead. Yeah. And then bring him back the following week without having to explain it, because they never did. Never did anyway, yeah. No. Well, I actually thought the sort of like when Missy was surrounded by the Daleks at the end, I thought that was quite because um, it was said last week the way that Missy tried to um, ingratiate herself with the Daleks, yeah, before she got you know mock exterminated. Um, was it was was very like original master. It's very a Delgado thing to do. Yeah, and and in the actual fact that 
had basically brought Clara to the Daleks. Mm. As a and was then once she'd got there, was then offering her as the as the bait, really. Yeah. Yeah. Um, which goes back to the beginning of the episode. Yeah. Where she had Clara tied up. Um, sort of like it was sort of like that. You know, she's always like there as bait. Yeah. Or, or in case she got hungry. Um, yeah, but the I was going to say the, there's another thing about Missy then. Now, because I'll say the bit where she taunts uh, or tries to taunt the Doctor into, into exterminating Clara, I thought that was very Ainley, Anthony Ainley Master. That sort of thing he would do. It wasn't a Delgado thing because he, he would never no. get the Doctor to kill Joe Grant, would he? No. But you can you can imagine Ainley's Master trying to get him the Doctor to kill Tegan or Nissa or someone like that. Yeah. Definitely. Um, but at the end, when Missy was surrounded by all the Daleks, I thought, well, that's almost... You, you're going back to like the Pertwee era again because you know the, the Master's left in a, a sticky situation and with no seemingly no way of, of getting out of it. Yeah. So, so which, which, you'd have, which would have left with Delgado almost raising an eyebrow, wouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know that sort of disgruntled look he used to give now and yeah. again, didn't he? Yeah, I, I can imagine him doing that. So With that and the frown, wouldn't it? Yeah. <laughs> so, that, I mean, there, there were bits I liked in this. This is why I sort of kind of feel a bit... I feel a bit dirty. Because, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, yeah, the whole thing with the Daleks had done at the end, which was didn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, especially when Davros says the Daleks had, had, had rebuilt Scarrow. Now, again, I don't know how long... Ago they'd rebuilt Scarrow, and you had generations of these Daleks that can't die in the sewers. Yeah. Well, how long ago they rebuilt Scarrow? Really, I, yeah. I don't. I, that's that's the bit I couldn't quite sort of couldn't quite sort of get to grip this whole this whole stuff coming up from the you know the sewers. Um, the heads thing with the Tardis, I can accept that. Yeah, going that that that's not an, a a new thing to bring in. No. The way it did disperse and come back was... That was different. Different. That was different. Um, and how long... How much are we going to have of the sunglasses? Yes, I know. I'd, I'd, um, I'd, I'd made some notes. I put sonic sunglasses, double exclamation mark, and an expletive. <laughs> Which I'm not going to repeat. Like, quite liked it from this idea and the fact that it was the, you know, the way he grabs them back. Yes. Obviously, and, you know... It was fun on that. It was fun for this episode. Mm. I worry because it does look like it's going to be in next week's one as well, doesn't it? Yes. Yeah. yeah now I, I, I was watching it and thinking to myself, "Oh, this is this is all right. I can understand this as long as they're not going to be there every week." Then <laughs> next time trailer. <laughs> ah. uh, right, straight there. Close the trail off. Sunglasses on. Um, yeah. Now, now we come across this rumor some time ago, didn't we? Yes, and um, we we said we we said on the podcast, didn't we? We read this and we just hope it. We didn't want to discuss it because it was because it was a spoiler, but we just hoped it wasn't true. Yeah, um, and unfortunately, the, the, the rumor was spot on about yeah. about the sonic sunglasses. I do hope this dies a death. Now, apparently, it's there to it's there to stay. From what I've what from it, what I've heard, it does look like it, doesn't it? Yeah, because apparently, which is she's going to be difficult because you're not going to want to watch wear sunglasses at. In, indoors when you're watching the telly for your remote controls, are you now? Well, no, <laughs> exactly. Remote control, TV so, remote control. Well, it seems we were right then about them trying to knock out the Lymph Doctor sonic screwdrivers on the cheap as, as the yeah. 12th Doctor ones. Um, yeah. It's, apparently, this is all, it, apparently, these glasses are here to stay. Um, 
Now, Paris, so as I think, it's, I, I was going to say, as rumour has it, but I think Capaldi, Capaldi was disappointed he didn't get his own screwdriver. Yeah. So, which I can kind of... Now, less, less this is going to come back later on, less is, this just to wind people up. I don't know. It's winding me up, because I, I think it's a terrible idea. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's just a nothing sort of thing, isn't it, really? Yeah. It is a nothing sort of thing. Really is. But... Fair enough. I mean, whether you, whether you want the screwdriver or not, at least it was a sort of a a decent prop. Yes. But if you was a kid, you could play at having a solid screwdriver. Yeah, you could do, couldn't you? Now, sunglasses. Glasses, yeah. Mm, it does, sure it, there's nothing yeah. not quite so special there, is there? No. No, not quite so special. Um, so so on, on the whole, Paul, what did you, what did you, how would you sum this up? Um... Tempted to say a waste of very good performances. Um, yeah, I could, I could go with that. Actually, I could go with that. It was a bit of so, a waste, so, wasn't it? Some brilliant performances and some good dialogue, waiting for a good story. Hmm. Yeah. I, 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 so what you're saying? It's a bit good in places, but most of it was meh. Really? Yeah. It just, it just, it just didn't have enough to hang the good bits onto. I think. No. No, I don't think so. No, I, you know, I was so disappointed because I, I was already hoping this week was going to be a real humdinger because I did enjoy last week's one. I know we said we enjoyed it last week with with, with caveats, um, yeah. but this week I just found. And that, I mean, this has gone down well with a lot of people, and I, I feel am I missing something here? Really, if, if I do, I need to see it again. I need to watch it a third time to. Um, to, to yeah, un- I mean, to I'm slightly it. worried about that because my two times of watching this one. I was watching it and half trying to explain it to to the person I was with. Yeah. And the second time, I watched it half on a computer, an iPlayer, and half on the telly. Ah. Uh. So, so it could well be that it's... But it just didn't... There just wasn't anything, really, that just gripped me in this story. I mean, the acting and, and, and the dialogue between the Doctor and Davros was pretty good. Yeah. Uh, definitely... On a par, I think, with Genesis of the Daleks stuff, mm. and I suspect that's all this was trying to be. Well, do you know what? If 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 Fina made the Moffat done the audacious thing, or it just had the entire second part to this this two parter, just the Doctor and Davros, I yeah. would have I would have been happy. Yeah, I think actually, yeah, I think it would have been a much better story if you just had them two actors to and fro, and if you'd had other stuff in flashback. Yeah, to illustrate their yeah, I I, I their think, conversations. Yeah, I really it could have been a really it. good episode. Yeah, I would have enjoyed that much more than what we yeah, what we, I think what you're we right. got in the end. Yeah. Definitely, I'll agree with you there. Okay, well, we found it a bit meh. Um, but what did our our um our listeners think? And we've got a couple of bits of feedback, Paul. Now, I've sent one on to you, which you've got there, but I've got one um, you haven't seen, which, which I got via um, via Twitter. Actually, direct message on Twitter. So we go through the email one first, shall we? Yes. Yes, okay. Um, now this one was sent in to us by John Michael Lindsay. Um, hello, sir. Uh, I know sort of John has been um, sort of following us for, for some a time. A long-time A long-time sufferer, yes, indeed. Um, so anyway... Um, he starts off his email. Uh, hi, Phil. Hi, Paul. A uh, long-time listener, first-time writer to the show. Um, I must admit, I was a huge fan of the first part of this story, but I had no belief that Clara had been killed off so early. 
even though she's confirmed to be leaving. It was too easy a trick for Moffat and the production to miss. Uh, Following on from that in the opening scenes, I actually found myself for the first time actually warming to Michelle Gomez's interpretation of the master. She has some echoes of Delgado in his manipulation of Joe Grant. Okay, goes on. The interplay between Capaldi and Julian Bleach's Davros was superb. It's great to experience a non-Nazi-like ranting version of him, and the tenderness shown was quite plausible in places. Uh, the scene with Capaldi in Davros's chair is an element of the comedy, is a good sign of direction this season is going in. I've always enjoyed what Capaldi has made of the role, and welcome the changes he's brought to it, but the writing already seems to be a, a higher standard. The only thing I wasn't sure about was the rather weak aspect of the sewers. It seemed a bit too much of a stretch to think they'd be overtaken by their dying mutated cells, but as that's my only complaint, it's not a bad result at all. Finally, I'm delighted they got rid of the sonic crutch. Just as long as the glasses don't become a regular um, in use, all in all, a great start to Series 9. I look forward to seeing what comes next. Keep up the great work, guys. I find yours to be one of the best DW-themed podcasts on the go. Thank you. Thank you um, very much. Yes, thank yes, you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Um, the only part on that is don't give Moffat ideas about a sonic crutch. <laughs> <laughs> no, we we actually we actually we said as much last week. We 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 were so hoping that the sonic screwdriver wouldn't be used as much or would disappear for a bit. Yeah, we did. Um, we we completely agree with you there, uh, John Michael. That yes, we're, we're sort of glad they got rid of the sonic screwdriver. We also hope that the glasses don't become regular as well. So. <laughs> certainly, certainly. Um, yeah, I mean, uh, there's a lot I agree with. I mean, the interplay between Capel and Julian Bleach, as we discussed yeah. a minute ago, yeah, um, it was superb. Completely All right, yeah, agree. So, so actually, how how good Julian Bleach was, was the fact that, yes, you did make Davros believable, that Davros would be that, mm. um, simp- could, could become a sympathetic character. Yes, indeed. Indeed. So, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I, I agree with um, quite a bit of what... Um, You've, you've written there, John Michael. So, um, so thanks for your feedback. Thank you, thank you very much for, for sending it in. Let's hope it's not the the first and last time you you, you do that, sir. Now, um, a second bit of feedback we got here is from um, a long time listener and supporter of our podcast, or well, Ben Reed. Um, hello, Ben. Um, now he's written to us um, on Twitter, and he says, um, "I listened to your last podcast yesterday, and I agree with it one hundred percent, which is a which is rare for me, really." I really enjoyed The Magician's Apprentice, despised the tank bit, though. Your fears were realised, I'm afraid, and that The Witch's Familiar was a bit of a letdown, at least for me. It wasn't horribly bad, but at best was meh for me. I loved all the different Daleks again, but the sewer Daleks was a bit of, a bit of a stretch for me, really. The twist with Davros was quite clever to me. He almost had me believing he'd really die and was somewhat repentant. Of course, being a lifelong fan of the show, I knew objectively when he was full of expletive um lastly from within this episode i must admit i ought to be groaned at the sonic sunglasses i'm hoping they make a quick exit ray-ban on the other hand now seems to be a sponsor of doctor who isn't product product placement great i could of course however anyway i'm hoping the rest of the season picks up and finishes strong i'm not terribly optimistic about that though if i'm completely honest Take care, guys, uh, and know that in the Midwestern United States, you're huge, at least on the mean streets of my postal route, where I blast your show out as loud as I walk outside. Thank you very much, Ben. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um, yeah, uh, we, as I said, we've already said we hope that the Sonic Screwdrivers make... Uh, sonic Screwdrivers? Uh, sonic Sunglasses make a quick exit also. Yes. yes. Indeed, indeed. So, um, 
yeah, I mean, it looks like the, the feedback we got is not too far away from what we were thinking what we've there. Been thinking, no. yeah, indeed. So, um, but again, guys, thanks so much for, for sending that in to us and everyone else out there. Please send us your feedback. Um, we're really interested to, to know what you think of um, this series of Doctor Who. Um, so please um, send it into Who's He Podcast at yahoo.co.uk. Um, obviously, that's email, or you can send us to. Um, via direct message on Twitter, if you follow us on Twitter, um, or if you're a member of our Facebook group, you can put something in there um, as well. If you So there's three different mediums for you. There you go. So please, don't be shy. Send, in your, send, send us your feedback. Anyway. If you're sending the information by medium... Yes. <laughs> I'm sorry to hear of your palsy. <laughs> we don't, well, that seems to fit in with, well, with next week's episode, doesn't it? Yes. Yes, because next week's episode, Under the Lake, seems to have a bit of a spooky, ghostly uh, vibe to it. Um, and, and, and a base under siege seemed to be. Yes, an underwater base under siege as well. Siege. Crikey. It's, it's Warriors of the Deep. Yeah, after Genesis of the Daleks, he's gone for Warriors, Warriors of, of the Deep. deep. <laughs> oh, dear. Right, now, um, actually, the other interesting thing as well, that that episode of Doctor is not until 8.25 in the UK. Yeah. It's getting later and later. Um, well, that's because that's Strictly's now swinging into action, isn't it? It is. It's now the full two hours because we had Strictly was split this week where it was on Friday night and Saturday night. Yeah, so it'd be finished before the rugby, basically. Yeah. I, I suspect. I suspect, yeah. So, so. <laughs> Doctor Who was held up solely as the sacrificial gland. Mm, it seems that way, doesn't it? But, um, yeah. Well, this is what's going to... I mean, if people are worried about viewing figures, this is what's going to script slightly because I mean as it did last year it was all over the shop in the schedule wasn't it yeah um, and it, it is up against the Rugby World Cup I'm not a fan as you said earlier I'm not a fan of rugby but you know it, it does pull in massive viewers yeah especially something like that it was, well, there's a lot of like home nations playing each other mm. you know so anyway so um, I think that just about wraps up for this week doesn't it it does I think. it does it does indeed so uh, until next week, when we'll be back with our review of um, Under, Under the Lake, isn't it? That's what it's called, isn't yes. it? Yes. Yes, indeed, yes. So. Okay. So, until next week, then, it is goodbye from me, Phil. And goodbye from me, Paul. Goodbye. Listening to the Who's He podcast. Please visit our website at who's he-podcast.co.uk. You can also follow us on Twitter at who's underscore he underscore podcast. And please also join the Who's He podcast Facebook group. The Who's He podcast is a member of the Doctor Who Podcast Alliance.